Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Like the intern, Ned Reynolds back in the studio. It's Monday and it's about time. The NFL draft is here. Well, this week at the end of it, and it's happening in Vegas. I hear tickets are like, what, two grand, three grand, something crazy like that. Me personally, if I was in Las Vegas, I'd be sitting in a pool watching it on a big screen as I walk up to the bar to get another drink. But the good news is we're one more year closer now to when they host this thing downtown in Kansas City on the steps of Union Station is what I hear they're going to do. But... You excited as I am, Ned? I think it's a big deal for Kansas City, no question about that. The following year, it's in Detroit. It'll be a really big deal for them. What I find interesting is that Kansas City is going to hold theirs downtown in an area that is pretty popular with the young folks in Kansas City, and that's what it's all about. Now, Vegas has decided they're going to hold theirs in Allegiant Stadium, and it just strikes me as being a little bit unusual because the, the Strip, I would think, would be a great gathering place, but maybe not. Maybe those casinos think, hey, that's going to take away from our business a little bit, so maybe we better shift gears. But whatever, it will be held at Allegiant Stadium. Starts on Thursday with one round. (laughs) This is one round that takes three hours to do. No thank you, television. Then on Friday, they have two more rounds, and then the rest of it is on Saturday. Seven rounds, of course, in the NFL draft. And magically, that 15-minute window, you know, you're on the clock for 15 minutes, that goes down to about a minute and a half on Saturday. <laughs> it's, a, it's a strange deal, believe It me. is, but you know what? Props to the NFL for getting it done, man. I mean, they're a marketing machine. They're more talked about most times in their offseason than sports actually going on in their own season. So there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of excitement in the Kansas City Chiefs kingdom, and I am very excited to see who they're going to go for in the first round. I really think Veach is going to try his best to trade up, but we will see, and we will. Uh, I'll be excited this weekend, man. It's awesome. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting because the Chiefs do have a really serious level of drafting here. They have picks number uh, 29 and 30. That may change. They may trade up to get some people, but they need to get edge rushers and defensive backs. And uh, if they don't go for them in the early rounds, especially the first and second round, I think, in my opinion, making a mistake, but we'll see. I uh, am 110% uh, with you on that one. I think that they should go D if they can in the first couple rounds because those players are turnkey and they got to address those issues, especially with the question mark behind Ingram coming back. And uh, what's going to happen with Tyran? Hell, he could be in uh, red and gold next year. Well, it's possible, yes. But with the with the others, Ingram and uh, Matthew, their teams are probably waiting to see what happens in the draft before making big offers to them. I doubt that anything happens this week. It would be most unusual if it did prior to the draft. But after the draft, wait and see, because that's when the lucrative offers may be forthcoming right now. Obviously, that has not happened. Well, uh, like I said... I don't think those guys are really listening to us or care about our opinions, but we can at least throw them in that direction. Let's uh, switch gears here. College baseball, uh, Missouri State Bears, how'd they do this week? Got their mojo back. Awesome. That's great to hear. Played in Valparaiso now. Admittedly, Valparaiso's not one of the stronger teams in the Valley, but the Bears take three straight from them. That's sweep the series, three straight. They're the Bears' first three wins in the Valley this year. They're now three and six. Uh, Dakota Katowski, who is one of the nation's leading home run hitters, had four more this weekend, giving him 18 on the year. 
So the Bears do get those three wins. Now, they have some very tough assignments forthcoming. Illinois State is one of them. Southern Illinois will be another. Indiana State is the leader in the Missouri Valley Conference, and the Bears have to go to Terre Haute to play them next week. First things first, Missouri Tigers come back here to play tomorrow night at Hammonds Field. What's well, a non-conference game, but it, it does it has an emotional effect to it. The Bears lost 6-5 to to Mizzou last week up in Columbia. Love to pay them back. Tomorrow night, hey, might be a very interesting game. It's going to be a lot of fun, and hey, at least the Bears got their mojo back. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Drury did not. Drury uh, played uh, Lindenwood up in St. Louis and lost three out of the four games, four-game series in the Great Lakes Valley Conference. Lindenwood took three out of the four, the first three, and then Drury won the second game on Saturday to get out of there with one win. That helps, but Drury is still 29-12 and on the year, and that's a a pretty good year. They're nationally ranked. Big time, and they got the bats. All right, speaking of bats, I know you're a big boxing guy. That Fury matchup this weekend, man, yowzes. Yeah, this is uh, Tyson Fury, who is the reigning world heavyweight champion. Now, he is he's not a cut athlete, folks, when you see him, and anybody who has seen him knows that. He is huge. He's about 260, and a lot of it's in the midsection. But the guy can fight. He's also six foot nine, and that makes a big difference. Took on a guy named Daryl White. Uh, Dylan, I beg your pardon, Dylan White. He was the opponent this weekend. Both Brits. And they fought before, get this, in in Wembley Stadium outside, 94,000. 94,000 showed up to watch this. Tyson Fury is uh, is a folk hero in Great Britain. He wins the fight on a sixth-round knockout, uppercut, sent white to the canvas, and it's really a technical knockout. But uh, he gets the win, Tyson Fury does. The American promoters are trying to get him back over here to fight some of our better heavyweights, but so far that hasn't happened. Fury says he's going to retire before too much longer, and he probably will hold true to that. But he's an interesting fighter to watch because it's not its not a beautiful scene. It is a slugger. It is a slaughter <laughs> is the word you're looking for. So Cardinals and Royals had games yesterday, correct? They did indeed. They get the dubs? No, they did not. Ah. This, is, this is kind of tough because I really felt like the Cardinals would sweep Cincinnati. Cincinnati Reds, who over the years have been built, they built their tradition on power, power, power. My goodness sake, had powerful teams, and they did last year. Traded away all that power or let them go as free agents. Castellanos is with the Phillies now, Suarez. Uh, Jesse Winker, who got the winning hit against the Royals last night with Seattle now. Their power base is gone. Cincinnati's very weak team, and yet somehow they squeezed out a 4-1 victory over the Cardinals yesterday. The end get this, of an 11-game losing streak. Cincinnati had lost 11 in a row going into that game, did beat the Cardinals yesterday 4-1. to Well, every, every team's going to win probably 54 games. That's the old uh, reality in Major League Baseball. Win 54, lose 54, and the other 54, well, that's where your pennant's going to be decided. Well, the Reds aren't going to be a pennant-winning team this year. Cardinals lose to them, return home tonight to take on the New York Mets. Now the Royals, boy, they're, I'll tell you, this is a puzzling team. They're off to a very slow start. They're a much better team from what they have played. Out in Seattle over the weekend against the Mariners, and Mariners sweep them. Kansas City had a chance to put it away yesterday and win one game, had a 4-3 lead in the 10th inning, let it get away. And in the 11th inning, the aforementioned Jesse Winker, a former Cincinnati Red, came up with a winning hit. And the Seattle Mariners win by a score of 5-4. to four. So the Royals leave Seattle with a sweep. And a sweep 
by the other team that just doesn't fit very well. No, it doesn't, and it's unfortunate they couldn't get that dub yesterday. I hate to see that for the Royals, but uh, it's an early season, and we've got a lot more baseball to play. Now let's talk about some racing. Had uh, Talladega over the weekend, didn't we? Yeah, and a great race, too. This is the Super Speedway in Talladega, and Ross Chastain came away with the victory in this one, and (laughs) came out of the pack. It was a tremendous pack into the final lap of the race, 500-mile race, the Geico 500. Fans were their huge crowd at Talladega yesterday. And around into the final turn, they came in down the stretch. And a big pack going for it. Looked like Kyle Larson was going to win the race. Then all of a sudden, drivers started jockeying for position, performing the blocking technique. Cars started swing. Uh, they, they were sweeping and spinning and doing all sorts of things. <laughs> and Ross Chastain came out of the pack and crossed the finish line first. So he gets the checkered flag, wins the Talladega race, the 500, uh, the Geico 500. It's one of several races I'll have in Talladega this year. That's an interesting speedway. The banking on the curves is about 35 degrees. It is huge. And the crowd loved it. High speeds, big race, Chastain the winner. God, it's like watching the, the NASCAR racing uh, the last few years, like watching our game of hot potato towards the end with yeah. these guys swinging into each other. All right, uh, let's talk basketball. Four NBA playoff games yesterday. If you like basketball, you were in heaven yesterday because there was a lot of great competition. And there will be more of them coming up. Of course, the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee defeats the Chicago Bulls 119-95. The Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks now lead three games to one. Denver and Golden State. Golden State was going for a sweep, but Denver got the win, so Golden State leads that best of seven series, three games to one. Miami and Atlanta. Miami playing down in Miami, defeated the Atlanta Hawks. Miami leads that series three games to one, but the one that's most surprising is Phoenix and New Orleans. The Phoenix Suns are an odds-on favorite to win the NBA championship this year. To win the whole thing, they're a very good team. New Orleans Pelicans are young, getting better, and that series is now tied at two games apiece. The Pelicans 118, the Phoenix Suns 103. Phoenix may have some serious injury problems. Interesting the way the postseason works. Yeah, it's the way it always does. If you can't keep guys healthy, you're in for a rude awakening. Ned, thanks for being here. Have a great day, sir. Sir.